Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tap that keg. I'm just here for the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the beer, broadcasting from the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. Biggest back bar that you've ever seen, Rick. Oh, it's amazing when you walk in here and you look up and you see that nothing but glass up there. Oh, beautiful. If you like liquids, you want to check out the John B. on Austin Avenue. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from JustHereForTheBeer.com. Now available actually on Spotify, and we've got some more good news. Uh, we're on iTunes and Google Podcasts, so any place that uh, you go to get your uh, your podcast, go there and download us if you can't listen to us live. This is the first time in 2021 that we've said hello to Steve Forsyth from Off the Rail Brewing. Steve, good to see you, man. How are you? Yeah, thanks, Joe. I'm really well, thanks. Okay, so uh, we'll dispense with the, you know, how was the quarantine period? That's well in the past, and hopefully we're, we're getting towards a, a new normal. But um, how, how have things been at Off the Rail over the last little while, generally? Yeah, gen- well, generally, I think we're like everybody else in the hospitality yeah. industry, and there's, there's been some challenges, um, obviously. We've adjusted and we've adapted and we've kind of diversified a bit as well to try and keep, um, try and keep the ball rolling. You mentioned something off-air, which I think bears repeating, because for a place like, for example, Off the Rail and other breweries, where a lot of your business is keg product available on, you know, on tap in bars, that got whacked pretty hard. Yeah, that got, uh, that got hit really hard, you're right. And I think you know, us, along with everybody else, is, is probably down, I'm going to suggest, 80% of just the draft business alone due to, due to COVID and the closures and the distancing and everything else that's happening. So why doesn't that kill you? I mean, you guys have managed to survive. I mean, let's, kudos to the industry. The industry has found a way to pivot and, and survive. But generally, Rick, wouldn't you think that if you're, if you're losing that much of your percentage of your business, you're, you're done? Well, I, I mean, I think it also goes to show the, the thriving business that we've had here in the, in the craft beer industry where everybody, it took them a little bit to get back up to speed. But, you know, things like patios, which I think Steve's going to talk about and, and uh, you know, the extra that we've had to do for hand sanitizing and blah, blah, blah. I, I think everybody's kind of bounced back fairly, fairly well. You have a limited capacity to begin with, Steve. So credit to you. Um, what, what did you do when uh, you were told that, you know, obviously you have to survive somehow? We, um, I think we did a number of things. We went online and did a delivery service, which has worked out well. Uh, we uh, partnered with Uber Eats as well to get delivery service. Uh, we had an outdoor patio, which the city um, granted licenses for, which helped us um, not so much during the winter, but certainly for uh, distancing where we could only have 12 people inside, at least some people outside, and now we've applied for more seating as well. Um, there's also, you know, there's also. We've been very fortunate that a lot of our, our regular mainstay customers and the LRS stores have continued to buy packaged goods, and that's kind of how we're us and I think a lot of other people are surviving. I mean, we we want to thrive as we all do in our businesses, but uh, that's what we've had to do to survive. He's Steve Forsyth of Off the Rail Brewing on Adnac Street um, in East Van. I'm curious because we did notice that when governments want to act quickly, they can act very quickly. Do you think that maybe there will be some allowances? Like, can you do, like, can you close off ADNAC and can Bomber and you guys do, like, a street party? Do you think that's possible once this thing, whole thing lifts? I think anything's possible, Joe. Um, 
I don't, I don't know about the city. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> let's move along. Okay, let's talk. Uh, let's talk product. You've got some beers with you. What, what do you brought? Uh, I've got some beers. I've got a couple of different things, plus one of the products that we've uh, started to diversify with. Uh, we have our hop culture reference, which is um, a somewhat hazy IPA. We prefer to call it an unfiltered IPA. Uh, we have our hop water, which I hear Rick opening now, which yep. is... Uh, okay, so, so I'm curious about just the term hop water. What exactly am I about to drink? Yeah, yeah, I saw this in the States, and, uh, and I love the idea. It is carbonated water that has been infused at different points during the, uh, the boiling process with hops. So no carbs, no calories, no sugar. Hop water for those who don't want alcohol. Generally, I would think that the taste of hops would not be pleasant to, to the mouth. I mean, in, 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 a, in a nicely mixed beer, you can work it in. That actually tastes very refreshing. It, it's refreshing, yeah. It's amazing what you can do. You just time it right. You time your hops right, and you can get some nice flavors. And I understand there's a bit of a personal connection. The reason that you created this was because you, you decided not to drink for a bit. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's, a great, it's a great healthy drink for anyone who decides that uh, they don't want alcohol for the time being. Yeah, me personally, I had a, a bout with gout, and, and, and it was winning. So, uh, so I stopped beer for about a month, which is tough to do when you have a brewery. And um, I'd heard about this in the States and from a friend of mine here locally. So I made some, and it turned out that <clears throat> I liked it, excuse me, and a lot of other people liked it, so we put it in a can. That's pretty nice, huh? Oh, you know what? It's And it goes along those same lines where people are into keto diets and, and low-carb and, and everything. This still gives you that hop flavor, but without the calories and, and without the additional sugars. How's the response been to this? Because, I, I mean, first of all, what's it called? It's called Bind. Called Bind. Yeah, Bind Hop Water. So uh, it's called Bind because hops grow on vines. Grapes grow on vines, hops grow on vines. Um... It's, it's just something that I think uh, kind of needed to be done for us at this time. So because it does not contain alcohol, I would presume then that means that this could be sold in convenience stores and grocery stores and the like. Yeah, we've got it. Uh, we have it on Famous Foods right now on Kingsway. We have it in Nestor's. We're approaching some other places with it. But it is, it is new, so we're, we're trying to go slowly and surely and make sure that the product is right and um, just educate people about what's out there. And I think the fun that you're going to be able to have with this is to be able to do different hops to be able to come up with some really interesting and different flavors. Uh, Yeah, that's right, Rick. We've got another one coming up pretty soon. I believe it's going to have mosaic and azaka hops in it, so a bit different flavor profile than this original one, which is Centennial, Simcoe, and and Citra. So a little bit more piney. This one's a bit more piney. I think the next one will be a bit more fruity and more tropical. Something that you mentioned before uh, we started to uh, chat with you on the radio is uh, kind of surprised me. Is it seven years for Off the Rail? Six. Six years for Off the Rail. Um, what was the beer scene like six years ago? And, and what, what have, uh, uh, COVID aside, what has been the major transformation, would you say, in the, in the six years you've been in operation? Yeah, well, that's, that's a great segue into uh, certain styles, Joe. Uh, a big, big change for me personally was we were used to traditional beers coming from my era and the old Railway Club days. Um, nowadays, obviously, the two biggest selling beers in B.C. are probably hazy IPAs and sours. Uh, we do both now. We've, uh, we've done a, a new fruit sour started last year. We have a new one out this year, which will be a recurring part of our series. Um, the hazy IPA, I mean, it's just an IPA without, well, not just an IPA. Yeah. It's an IPA without the bitterness, without those IBUs in it, but still a ton of the new, uh, new hot flavors that are out there right now. Well, I must ask you, and I must give you kudos as well, because I think names of beers, images on cans or, or bottles is important, but names of beers. Uh, tell me about the big 
Heckin' Chonker. The big Heckin' Chonker was uh, Craig, you know, Craig yeah. Barker, who was, our, who was our rep for a while. Um, it was his idea. We did a big chonk, which was a peanut butter porter. Uh, sold really well, and Craig wanted to do a, a bigger beer, so we did this 8.6 Imperial Porter Chonker, which is a chocolate birthday cake anniversary beer for us. Uh, and it, it's delicious. It's, it's, it's a one beer, as far as I'm concerned, for me. Um, a bit of a dessert beer, but wow, great flavor. That's so, so cool. And uh, tell us, just before we let you go, about uh, you know, the protocols, and, and as you said, you've got a limited capacity to begin with, but you're open for business. What are your hours of operation generally? We're still Monday through Saturday. Uh, on the weekends, we're open until 10. I've applied for an increase in hours, too, so that we can stay open until 10 during the summer rather than 8. Um, so just one other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that we do have a collab coming up, and I wanted to mention this because it's kind of exciting. It's our first collab that didn't happen with Bomber, but it's happening with Sundown Brewing, and uh, we're doing a four-pack, uh, which will be a new fruit sour and a new hazy IPA. And they've, um, again, Craig Barker, our, our rep, put us on to, onto those guys, and they're really great guys. They don't have a bricks and mortar, uh, but they do have a lot of talent in making really good sours and, and hazy IPAs. And what will this be called? It's going to be called a park pack. Okay. And do, uh, do when? Uh, do probably around April 1st. Steve Forsyth, always a pleasure to see you. Uh, we'll probably see you uh, down the road, and hopefully by that point, we're back to normal. That's great, Joe. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. In the world of body art, you want someone who's creative, innovative, and gets it. That's Side Street Tattoo in Gastown, and artist Devin Stacy. If you can imagine it, Devin can create it. Whether it's something simple, a full sleeve, or way beyond, it can be done and in a safe and sterile manner. If you've been thinking about getting your first ink or looking to add to an already existing piece, talk to my friend Devin Stacy. Side Street Tattoo at 26 East Cordova in Gastown. Online, sidestreettattoo.com. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also download us and stream us on Spotify, Google Play. We've got, we're, we're everywhere. everywhere. iTunes, wherever yeah. you go to get your podcasts. We are broadcasting from the always legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam, and we're joined by friends of the show. Uh, we've known you guys not a whole long time, but we've really developed a bond with North Point Brewing in North Vancouver. Liam Jeffries, owner. Uh, Paul Kobamis, who is the head brewer. And uh, guys, first of all, welcome to Coquitlam. This is your first time at the John B. What do you think? It's great. Pretty great, cool. Great uh, 
happening. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah really, really, really nice spot. Considering so. we're in COVID times, I mean, they've done a really good job of sort of keeping some kind of ambiance alive. And God knows that the province has not been that cooperative in terms of helping bars and, and restaurants. So um, we have to start off on a, on a somber note because um, we plan to have you on this show because you had done a beer to uh, help out a very troubling situation. So let's talk about the beer that you guys did for your friend's uh, son, Alejo. Yeah, good uh, good family, friends. Uh, we found out two weeks in he had tumors on his leg. Um, tenth case in the world. Needed to raise $1 million US dollars uh, to get into a place in Boston, hospital in Boston, and... Um, Unfortunately, he passed away, but we, you know, throughout the fundraiser tried to collect as much money for them, and we were on the right track, and they were on the right track, but he unfortunately passed away. So we were there, Rick, you and I were at North Point a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks back, and we saw this steady stream of traffic because there was a show, but the story aired on on newscast, and obviously a lot of people cared. Paul, jump in here because uh, how did this sort of work? Did, was this a beer you had planned already or was this something that you quickly had to uh, create? Well, timing was of the essence, so we had to quickly we had to quickly kind of pull this together. Um, so we, we kind of had a beer we were making and we kind of were able to alter that slightly in order to make this Alejo IPA. Um, and it was it was a hazy IPA with notes of citrus, tropical fruit, you know, mango, you know, some salad sweetness. And, and so we made this, you know, hazy IPA um, so that we could kind of market this and make it the Alejo IPA and kind of sell this as, as part of the fundraiser. And, and so. were you not blown away by the response? Insane, yeah. I mean, the people that were coming in between the ages of 20 and, and 80 years old, everyone was buying it and walking out with flats, so it was unbelievable. Like, it's crazy to see a community come together. We, so. we tried it. Great we tried it. We made sure that we bought it. I mean, as, as a dad with little ones, it, it really hit me in the feels, right? So... Well, it's a really very, very nice gesture, and I think this is one of the things that maybe goes understated in the beer community, because you guys, first of all, you, you play well with each other, and I know that there was other breweries that were actually sort of helping you out, if, if need be, yeah. to help produce it, and I think that's pretty much unique to your industry. Yeah, for sure. Always so much support, and yeah. it's always been there for us, and yeah, we just wanted to give back at this point. So. We were uh, enjoying your patio just a couple of short days ago, uh, Rick and myself. <laughs> Last were, week. You you know, you got a nice little spot there. You're on first, and you're just down from the Gull, which is actually the location of our next show. Yeah. But, man, it's amazing in a short period of time what a great beer community has developed in that area of Lower Lonsdale. Yeah, for sure. And expansion is coming. 100%. Expansion is coming. Very, what do you, what do you, very oh, soon. Oh, come on. Do tell. What do you got, what do you got planned? Can't tell much, but nope. uh, hopefully opening upstairs very soon. Yep. We're working with the city on that right now. And uh, maybe into another area here. So now, Paul, as the brewer, uh, you know you need you need room to play. There's not a whole lot of room there to play. What what do you what do you think in big picture here? Uh, well, I mean, like we're we're pretty tight on our schedules, and but there's a lot of room to kind of fit in fun stuff and do things like that. So we got some fun things in the works, kind of you know partnering with with other breweries and stuff, and, and in Estonia, okay. yeah. So <laughs> you know doing things with my heritage and yeah. things like that. So. Yeah. Um, I could touch on that quickly. I yeah, think absolutely. Go for where, it. Where, uh, you know, my family's from Estonia. I've always wanted to do, like, an Estonian-style beer. Now, what, what is an Estonian-style Well, beer? that's the thing. That's, you know, I did a lot of research. I'm trying to think, like, what could I take that could be, like, you know, make myself Estonian yeah. kind of, and take that. Okay. So I think we decided on, on, on a rye lager or a rye ale, probably. 
Um, so we've now partnered with Brewery in Estonia, and we're working on something that's going to come down a pipe here. Well, I'll tell you, that's spring, pretty adventurous, so. especially in COVID times. You're partnering with a brewery on the other side of the world. That's actually pretty uh, pretty adventurous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this? Do you give the green light 100 percent on this? I literally uh, <laughs> heard about this about an hour ago, so I, <laughs> and I was like, "You got to talk about this today." Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. So, uh, when do you think we this may see the light of day? Do you have a do you have a name in mind? Is it going to have like a? We a, we don't have a name yet. We don't. We've, we're still working on the recipe, but the timeline for launch is now kind of middle of spring, probably. So, yeah, yeah okay. that's, where, yeah, that's where we're looking at. We're talking North Point Brewing. We're broadcasting from the John B. Pub. This is Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3. Okay, guys, you got some beers here. What uh, would you would you bring to show? Yeah, so we got the uh, our our staycation pilsner, which is just staycation pilsner. Yeah, so this was perfect for COVID times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's just just a classic pilsner, yeah. Czech Czech malt, um, you know, European uh, hops. So really, really good, uh, really good. You know, just classic pilsner. Uh, then we have our Into the Mist Pale Ale, which is uh, uses some um, Nelson Sauvin and citra hops. So really nice notes of citrus, but also like really nice white wine, lychee characters. Um, and these are obviously one of our two of our big sellers. So, so how do you come up with a white wine lychee in your beer? Uh, you, 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 I, I kind of look at what hops pair well together, um, and I take those hops which have those notes in them, and then I can build that kind of beer based around those nice. those hops. So, do you um, consciously, because there is such a bustling beer community in within like a short crawl from your from your brewery to beer brewing to La Cerveceria? Do you consciously look at what the others are doing and decide we're not going to do that because we want to be distinct, or does it matter to you? It doesn't matter to me. And to be honest, I don't look at what they do, and we just kind of come up with our own ideas. I mean, some ideas do come from what other breweries do, um, but never the same, just like sort of a spice hint to one sort of sour, and then we're like, let's use this spicy hint of it on our tropic like it's hot sort of thing so yeah no we don't um just like little subtle Mm -hmm. things from other breweries is what we use but nothing the same or you know one of the things that i love about that beer scene is is and joe you and i have been up there several times and and we've gone from from north point over to house of funk or wherever and who do we see walking in the door like 15 minutes after we get there (laughs) yeah Yeah. these guys no but but i think that's so important because unlike other types of business you honestly want these breweries to do well because exactly. if they do well you do well yeah yeah the better yeah. the better they do like the better yeah obviously we'll exactly yeah. we're all so close in the area and we plan to keep it that way i mean covid has definitely separated everyone you know not in a bad way but we just had to we can't get together as much anymore but we uh, we look forward to all getting back together. We've talked well, about it. Well, not so. being uh, 90, I'm not in the vaccination category right now. <laughs> Come on, BC, speed it up. Yeah. But anyway, that said, uh, what can we expect uh, if somebody wants to check out North Point? Um, what, what's your capacity? What are your hours of operation? And then what do you recommend? Yeah, just a spacious sort of area coming up here with opening upstairs. And uh, the occupancy stays the same. And we got a big outdoor area, so... And obviously, good crushable beers. And it's a great, sure. it's a great area. Uh, yeah. Again, I, as I told you, and I, I texted you, uh, Liam, because I just thought what you guys did for Alejo was just yeah. unbelievable, and uh, it's a really, really sad conclusion to the story. But a great effort, and uh, God bless you, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Okay. 
just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 welcomes you to the BC Ale Trail, your definitive source for exploring supernatural British Columbia and its world of amazing craft beer with more than 200 breweries on the landscape. Let the BC Ale Trail guide you as you navigate your way through the province and sample and sip the best in local craft beer while following the guidelines for travel as per the BC Public Health Order. For more information and to start your journey, visit bcaletrail.ca. And the BC Ale Trail finds us today at Strange Fellows Brewing. We're talking with Megan Fulton, who is social media support for Strange Fellows. How are you? I'm doing well. It's nice to see. It's nice to be back down here. It's been a while. It's been so much has changed in the world that you know you can't really get out as frequently as you want to. But we're hoping that maybe there's some more light at the end of this bleak, bleak tunnel. But you've got something really cool going on. We're talking about the Helping Hands series. Now you're one of the originators of this. Tell us about the origins of it. Um, what prompted you to do it, and uh, what exactly is the Helping Hands series? Yeah. So last year we were kind of collectively thinking together how we could utilize the privilege and platform that we have at Strange Fellows to be able to better serve our community. And we came up with this idea for Helping Hands. So it's a beer series. Uh, We do it packaged in cans, sold out of the tasting room, and then just a small amount of draft in the tasting room also. So the first one we did, uh, we decided to go with Covenant House as the charity that we supported. Just with a lot of what's going on in our community, we've noticed there's a lot of issues with homelessness and we wanted to do something actionable to help out, to, you know, spread information about what's going on and to really highlight different organizations in Vancouver that are doing amazing work to help out people. So a portion, portion of the proceeds then from, from the, the revenues uh, go towards various areas of society yeah exactly so we do four dollars per four pack or one dollar per uh, single can that will go directly towards a charity right now we're working with uh, wish which is a drop-in center that has a lot of resources for uh, people who work uh, in sex work and we just wanted to make something that yeah like we can't fix everything we don't have all of the answers no but you can contribute and it's yeah and you can feel good giving back too yeah Yeah. and we have such a big platform here we really wanted to be able to utilize that to help our patrons find out about cool organizations to help our staff find out about cool organizations so you're two in now so you did covenant house you did wish and are you is this series going to continue for a period of time it's a continuing series uh the next one hasn't been decided yet but it's definitely something that we're going to continue to do at least twice a year going Mm -hmm. forward if not more Uh, and does it give you also a chance to try to throw out some pretty funky beers in the process yeah absolutely so the first one we did uh the helping hands backyard it was a grisette that we actually brewed with wild yeast that was harvested from the uh, experimental apple orchard yeah so that one was super cool we used second use cherries on that and it was really funky this one the second one we've done is a hazy pale ale brewed by our brewer carly so she used the pink boots hop blend Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pink boots is a society for women in brewing and yeah we got some really fun sexy hops out of that and a really cool beer that i think is a little bit different than what we normally do and you know part of this series is being able to experiment with that also well it sounds like a really cool thing to do and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside when you can give back to people that are in, in desperate need it is called the helping hand series she's megan fulton the social media support for strange fellows brewing on clark drive thanks for joining us thank you cheers 
Join us again next time as we visit stops along the BC Ale Trail on Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 and 96.9 HD3. For more information on BC's craft beer scene and to start your personal journey, visit bcaletrail.ca. And please remember to always enjoy responsibly. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15 pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Slim and Clear 15 pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. He's bad, bad Jimmy D, the biggest man in the whole damn town, man. You are, uh, you are, you are, look at, the, look at the pipes on this guy. And, and considering he's a new dad and, and he's probably yeah. sleep deprived as hell, he still <laughs> kept some beef on you, buddy. He's Jimmy Derbyshire from uh, Russell Brewing Company and always a pleasure to see you. Well, let's first of all talk about the young and how, how old is the young and now? Uh, he was three months on yesterday. Three months. Damn, yes. And how, how has Jimmy's life changed in the three months? Uh, hanging on by a thread, not a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you most, get most typical fathers. Yeah, it's getting up for that three a.m. feeding. I'm doing a lot of feeding. I take them from about ten till six a.m. And, and bottle feed them. I'm so. guessing it gives you a whole new respect for motherhood too. Does it not? Oh man, it yeah. Is. I have an incredible wife. Yeah. who is just an absolute. <laughs> Honey, I love yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, no, she is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Any? Uh, I know it's a little early yet because he's only three months old. But uh, any plans to get him in the beer biz, or what do you think down the road? Um, I. <laughs> He's too busy pooping and peeing <laughs> and puking on himself. Yeah, okay. He, remi- well, he reminds me of me when I was hungover. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk Let's talk uh, some other good news because uh, we have had you on the show now for the past couple years. Yeah. And each time we have you on the show, and I know Russell Brewing is... 25 years into the business, so you're like your grandfathers as far as the we beer are. industry goes. We are. Relics. But you still don't have a tasting room. No. And uh, we've had some moments with you on the show where it's been, we better change the subject because it's not going to end happily. 
but I understand you now have some encouraging news on when Russell Brewing will actually be able to invite people down to taste in your facility. Yeah, we are, we're finally seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we have solidified our food provider for our tasting room, which is now going to be uh, the pawn shop uh, in uh, that's downtown. They also own the Wooden Spoon in Surrey. Uh, so they're going to be uh, providing the food program for us. And we did a menu tasting last week, which was fantastic. So we'll be serving tacos uh, out of our tasting room. And we finally have seen some headway with the city of Surrey. They're, they're, they seem like they're open-minded now. <laughs> okay. and, they're, and they're listening to us. Right. And they're looking at, our, looking at our plans. And they've sent us some revisions. And uh, we're going to solidify our Fraser Health approval for hopefully next week. Um, so things are moving ahead, uh, so, and, and we're happy with the progress now. Fingers crossed, and if the good Lord's willing, when would you say... This that, summer. This summer. This summer. You realize it's now mid-March. This yep. summer is not that, not that yep. far away. That's, we're, that's what we're shooting on. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's been, a, it's been a long time coming, Rick. Oh, you know what? And it's one of those things where somebody who's been around, like, like Russell has, which has been forever in a day, um, it, it's needed. It's much needed mm-hmm. in that area because there's nothing else... Beer wise, going on in that area, so yeah, for sure. Well, not to mention the fact, and again, it's been a long time. And one of these days, we need to do a little venture out to the the Surrey area where, where Russell is headquartered, because I, I go back years with the with the original Russell Brothers when when the brand first started. But um, you know, you're in an industrial park, and I'm yeah. sure that when you finally get the go ahead to do something, you can do some pretty swinging parties once this COVID thing is all behind us. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're super excited. We think that we're going to have an incredible lunch business there with, with all the surrounding businesses that are with us. Um, and and like, like you said, there is not much out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whenever you're in the suburbs, people are always looking for yeah. somewhere to go and something new. Uh, and, you know, the Instagram uh, blows up every week. When is your tasting room open? When is yeah. your tasting room open? Uh, so there's lots of people waiting. So I'm, we're hoping the lineup is long. Good. Well, uh, you know, it's funny. He says summertime. And, uh, I mean, generally June... 21st is, is that the, the start of summer or thereabouts? Unofficially. So the next time we have Jimmy on the show, I'm going to hope that we're having him on the show where he's announcing, hey folks, it's legit now. We're, we're open for business. Oh, for sure. That's, yeah. I, I'm hoping as well. We should yeah. be building by that point. So, yeah. yeah. So what's, uh, what's going on in the Russell family? There's always some cool things. Uh, I mean, and again, we've often talked about this, but when you came on board, uh, you were sort of tasked with the mission of sort of doing a redesign, slapping a new coat of paint on on the, on the old barn, and you've certainly done an outstanding job of that. What's um, what's new in Russell these days? Uh, it's it's business as usual. Pumping out new beers as, as fast as we can. Uh, we have tons of new stuff coming uh, coming down the pipe. Um, we're hoping that uh, we're hoping to uh, spearhead a blood drive um, in the near future. Uh, so instead of ask for Russell, ask for blood, um, and doing some sort of like a blood donation. Uh, we're hoping to to get two kegs worth of blood donated which is uh, oh, roughly, really? roughly about a hundred and uh, it's like 166 people need to donate um, so well i'm also guessing that's been seriously affected by covid oh i, I wouldn't doubt it yeah yeah and, and to be honest that's how it came up i was giving blood and we were i was talking with uh, the nurse and she said how it's been very difficult it's been a yeah. lot slower than usual and and it just looked like an opportunity to you know it doesn't cost you anything uh, so there's, you know, a really good opportunity there to, and that's something that's always needed for you sure. know, our medical system, anyways. So he is Jimmy Derbyshire from Russell Brewing Company, just here for the beer radio broadcasting from the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam on Sportsnet 6:50 a.m.
also uh, 96.9 FM HD3. This is, of course, this is your first appearance on Sportsnet Radio. So yes. wel- welcome to the new channel, the new right. frequency. Yes, I, I completely forgot. Yes, That's right. Exactly. We're switching things up. Exactly, we're switching things up. Feels brand new. <laughs> it does. Okay, so um, the talk about social media. Uh, how important is social media in the beer industry? Because obviously, you know, in the, in the, in the days of, like, you know, Google reviews and, and, and all of that, Somebody can easily take a shot at, at anybody they want, but on the constructive criticism side, how important do you find the feedback is? Like, do your do your fans do they make suggestions? Do you do you welcome suggestions in terms of what what they want to see or what they want to drink? We're always open to suggestions, and, and trust me, we get lots of suggestions, and, and I pass them along to our uh, brew staff as soon, uh, whenever we get them. Um, but social media is much like label design in that. You need to stand out on the yeah. shelves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to set yourself apart from the rest. And it's becoming more and more and more competitive uh, when it comes to social media. And, you know, whether you're promoting, uh, using promoted ads or whether you're not, whether you're promoting too much, uh, there's a fine line that you have to, that you have to play in. Um, but it allows you to be creative. And that's the most exciting part um, about social media. We're so excited. And hopefully the next time we have you on the show... Unless some by some quirk of nature uh, something changes, we're hoping that the process is in place yeah. to actually get a tasting room. And man, this tasting room better be pretty damn sweet because we've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> well, I can't wait to let you all down. <laughs> it, 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 it better have chandeliers and and what have you. But uh, so realistically, you're thinking summertime 2021. Yes, that's what we're shooting for. Always a pleasure, sir. Thanks Thank for joining you us. Guys. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, Jimmy. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650, sponsored in part by T-Squared Personal Training. It's never too late to get your fitness regime in order, and you can treat yourself to personal trainer Troy Tyrrell and see the gains you'll make in just a few sessions a week. T-Squared Personal Training, you can visit tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com. Try the Gravity Trainer. Tell them Joe sent you. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. You are listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Sitting around the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. Just here for the Beer Radio, now broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. The legendary John B., of course, is home to probably the best-looking back bar you've seen. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing happy hour. And amazing people that just happen to drop by. Look, everybody's oh, Andrew, yes. Andrew Shunin. Hey, and, thanks and for having me. From Whistler Brewing Company. Good to see you. Is this our first visit in 2021? I believe so. You I know, believe, kick yeah. off the new year. There's, uh, you know, new. I feel like there's some, some light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> yeah. some new hope. Well, it, it's funny because I think the last time I saw you, and I think I recorded you, um, it was during the 
basically around the quarantine lockdown right. period. And it was just such an eerie situation because the streets were deserted. Exactly. <laughs> parking spots were available everywhere in downtown yeah. Vancouver, which was a good thing, but it wasn't because you couldn't really park anywhere because nothing was open. Exactly. Bizarre. Yeah, it was bizarre. And, uh, you, know, it, you know, at least we've made some progress on that front, and yeah. I feel like it's just the beginning. How, how did um, how did you do in terms of like accounts that weren't able to all of a sudden you know have your your product on tap uh, anymore or they not because they didn't want it because they weren't able to open the doors and sell it? That's right. It's been uh, it's been difficult for uh, you know for customers that we've had, especially those that we've had really long standing relationships, even new ones. Uh, you know, having to you know we've weathered the storm with them, and you know we had to scale back, uh, especially on the keg side as well. And, you know, things are starting to look up a little bit more. And, you know, just got to keep a, a positive attitude and hope that as we roll in the spring and summer, um, at, least, uh, at least some of these, you know, these, these customers can get back on track yeah. and, and be able to open their doors again. From, from a sales guy point of view, though, Andrew, was this an opportunity for you guys to kind of go back and reevaluate some of your marketing plans, what was coming into it, what you guys had in the hopper coming down for new beers and new product? Exactly. I think like with everyone else, we, you know, we focused a little bit more on the, uh, on the retail side of things and, uh, and look for opportunities as to where we could introduce new beers, um, you know, from a package format, whether it's a tall four pack or a six can pack and, uh, and look to reach customers uh, that way. He's Andrew Shunin from Whistler Brewing Company, just here for the Beer Radio from the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from justhereforthebeer.com at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. I think I might have tried the best beer I've had uh, in a long time. Tell That's me, what I like to hear. Oh, my goodness. No, seriously, Rick, this is a lemoncello. It's new, brand new. Is this brand new from Whistler? It's brand new. It's not even, probably not even in a lot of stores yet. It's just starting to get up. It's outstanding. It's, you know what, definitely a very light patio, summertime, oh. hang out with friends. No. Now that we can do Sorry. 10. Now I'm that gonna, we can do I'm 10. Gonna, I'm going to challenge you on that. This, oh. is, this is around the clock oh, anytime. Listen, oh, you're crushing this one, are you? And you know what, I've been laying off the beer generally of late. Um, only because, you know what, and I still love a good IPA, I still love yeah. a good lager, but I've been trying to, you know, be a little bit more health conscious, and unfortunately, that's one of the side effects of, of this industry, <laughs> Andrew, as, as I'm sure you will attest, that, you know, we tend to put on a little bit of weight from time to time, but uh, my goodness, this is outstanding. Well, thanks so much. We, uh, you know, this is a brand new beer from, uh, from Whistler. We took our, uh, we took our essentially our, our influence, our inspiration from, uh, you know, you look at that, that Ita- those Italian lemon liqueurs, that limoncello liqueur that they make in, in southern Italy. And we said, well, what can we do with something like that, that type of concept, and merge it with beer? So we, we brewed a light lager, and then we added, you know, a splash of lemon flavor to it. And so this is what you've got, something that's super accessible, super easy drinking, but at the same time has some, it's almost like like blending lemonade and and beer together and you know it's, it's almost because it's lighter in alcohol at 4.2 percent you know it's it's similar to what a, a rattler would be yeah very, very crushable I, mm-hmm. would, I would say no yeah. absolutely so as you say 
This is so new, it might not even be on the shelves of your favorite liquor store at this point. That's right. So, but it's it's on the verge of being distributed. It's, is, it's in warehouse, uh, private government liquor stores. Is is this only available in in can packaging? Is it going to be available on tap somewhere? Right now, just in cans. Just in cans. Okay. But uh, you know. We're going to gauge what uh, you know, what people have to say about it, how they react to it, and, and from there we'll look at uh, you know whether we do subsequent well, brews and, and look at draft as well. It's got a solid two beer glasses up from just here for the beer awesome. radio. I can tell you yeah, that. Well, Thank for you. Sure. Let's talk no limits. Uh, the rye ale. Now this um, again, I was commenting earlier that um, generally you have a standard logo, the Whistler Brewing Company logo. But this is kind of a, a new package idea. Tell us about this. That's right. So uh, from time to time, we like to uh, go out and support local organizations in Whistler. Um, you know, we're, it's important to us that we're, we're entrenched, we're involved with, uh, with the local community, uh, especially, you know, given everything that's happened and there's less tourism, less revenue coming in. So, you know, we, we try and team up from time to time with an organization that we think, you know, does some really good things and in health people. So we, uh, we partnered with uh, uh, Whistler Adaptive for our No Limits Rye Ale. And Whistler Adaptive, what they do is they help people with disabilities to get engaged in sports and to use sports therapy and to really focus on their abilities instead of their disabilities. So we thought that that was a really worthwhile organization. We created this beer, which is a rye ale. It's an amber ale. It's got some nice malty tones with a touch of fruit to it. Rick, uh, you asked about um, you know other side projects that we've done, uh, you know given the current climate of things, and this was one of them, where we did it as a smaller batch project. Um, really, it's available in the Sea to Sky corridor for uh, so well distributed in Whistler, up to Pemberton, down to some accounts in North Vancouver. So you have to search it out, and some of the proceeds go to uh, we donate them to the Whistler Adaptive Organization. So we're getting ready to cut them a check for two thousand dollars. Um, to help them throughout the year. It's all volunteer-based. Um, you know, we're up to teaching people 19 sports. We had a chance to do a bit of a virtual launch. Wonderful people that are really passionate about what they do and, uh, and definitely passionate about the craft beers that they drink. So, folks, for those of you who are looking for this product and it might not be in your local BCLDB or your local um, liquor retail store, make sure you go in and ask for it because they'll, they'll be able to order it in for you. Yeah, and I think it's so in, important because as we talked about earlier on the show, we were talking about the, uh, the, the fundraiser for Alejo yeah. uh, uh, through North Point Brewing. And I think what speaks to the generosity that this community gives back to people. And remember, you did... Uh, you did a, 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 the, the the I'm going to call it the dog beer. It, it, That's it, right. it, it, I'm not I'm not benefiting it properly, but it basically was helping. Uh, was it pads? Was it this or paws? The society uh, it was with. Uh, we we teamed up with the BCSPCA. Yes. and also with uh, with one of the local wrestler organizations right. as well that looks after and takes in like abused animals. Yes, and, right. You know, and, predominantly and, dogs and cats, but uh, and, and you had this adorable dog um, on the That's outside, right. and I'm thinking, like, unless you're not human, how yeah. can you not support <laughs> support this project? But that that is so good to see, and and as, as we say, we don't say it often enough. Because you guys aren't usually the ones that want to t toot your own horn. So we need to do a better job of that because there's so many people like Andrew and Whistler Brewing and other companies that do so many good things that that don't really go, you know, heralded enough. And I think with, with our local craft 
community. I think it goes to speak to the family orientation, right? The, the cooperation, yeah. the community-based um, that they have with, with local communities and local charities. There's there's always a need. Hello, Limoncello, man. I'm not I'm not lying. This is probably the best beer I have tried in about a year. And uh, sounds good to me. No, that I'm is you like it. and, and it's fresh off the shelf or, or fresh out of the brewery and 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 almost coming to a liquor yeah. store near you. Beautiful lemon yeah. flavor, oh, not man. super sweet, almost rattlerish, like you described er, earlier. You know, just just it meets the right yeah. parameters, right? Not not too much, not too little. Oh, this is just perfect. And uh, and also again the uh, the collab that you've done, it's called No Limits, the Rye Ale, and this is widely available as well. Uh, just in the Sea to Sky corridor. Sea to Sky. Yeah, okay. They'll probably get it sooner than later, okay. as um, we launched that in January, so it should still be in stores. But I don't suspect for too much longer. Andrew Shunin from Whistler Brewing Company. Always a pleasure, sir. And I think the next time we see you will probably be like the end of summer, thereabouts. And hopefully, plexiglass shields are down, masks are off, and we're <laughs> we're partying. That's right. Let the good times. come back and Absolutely. roll for sure, gentlemen. Always Cheers. a pleasure. Good Thanks to see you. See you. Cheers. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by 12 Kings at the corner of 12th and Kingsway in Vancouver, your local sports hub for all sports with Sam. 12 Kings Pub, back open at 12th and Kingsway. How about a burger where In-N-Out meets Shake Shack? Well, it's called Mimi's Burgers, a pop-up joint out of Glitch at 2287 West Broadway, two blocks west of Arbutus. It's a simple menu with just four options of hand-pressed patties, Mimi's Classic, Mimi's Cheeseburger, the Beyond Meat, and a double-sized honey for the hungry folk among us. Great burgers, Kennebec fries, and onion rings, and they are good. Mimi's Burgers. Think Shake Shack meets in and out 2287 West Broadway, Mimi'sBurgers.com, and on Instagram at Mimi's Kits. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female, and if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio. Just here for the beer.com. You can follow us on social media at JHFTV on Twitter and Instagram, also on Facebook. And you're listening to Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also stream the show. Got just here for the beer radio on Spotify. It's Mike Rudder, Mr. Pacific Western Brewing, the Boo Boy. How you doing, man? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Good to see you again. We've had uh, since we last spoke. A little bit more light at the end of the proverbial tunnel. We're seeing a longer hour of daylight today. Oh, um, that's been good to see. That's that's a nice sign of things to come. And uh, you know, we're just we're not going to dwell on the 
the rollout of the vaccines, but uh, it seems like every month when I come and see you, we're making a little bit more progress to something that kind of resembles normal. And here's hoping that maybe by you know mid to late summer, it's uh, we're able to do beer fests again or some kind of beer fest. Oh, that'd be amazing. We, we really can't wait to see uh, how this all kind of plays out, and we're hoping for the best. Yeah. Now, you guys, of course, have been big on beer fests. And in fact, we're in the office now, your boardroom at Pacific Western Brewing. And uh, boy, that's a heritage item, the 2007 Canada Cup of Beer presented by Just Here for the Beer. This is prior to us launching the radio show. And uh, you won for one of your brand's best name, Dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude beer. That goes back some years, doesn't it? That's quite a few years back. But, uh, I mean, that was an amazing event. And uh, we've, we've held on to that uh, keepsake for quite a few years. That uh, is one of those brands that might think maybe it might have been a little ahead of its time because I don't know when the whole dude explosion popped up. I'm saying it's around 2010. Yeah. You might have been sort of leaders in that one. But uh, is that is that a brand that's just gonna ever going to be dusted off? Or are you just going to put that one in the archives? You know, you never know. You, never you, know. Could, you yeah. could see yeah. a little resurgence in the future, but uh, nothing quite yet well as we speak uh, to record this segment it is saint patrick's day mm-hmm. and i know that uh, caribou has uh, saw on social media pick up some nice green cans you got the uh, genuine yeah uh, caribou genuine uh, six packs are on sale uh, conveniently enough today and all through this month uh, march all, until march 31st yeah and so you can pick up a can of uh, the original green can for Ooh, it's a six-pack for about a buck off. And it's not just uh, beer in the Pacific Western family. You started this line of uh, P- Pacific Cool Vodka Sodas uh, in a variety of flavors, and I know that you've been telling me in the past that uh, they're doing extremely well as well. Yeah, they're doing really well. Uh, we're up to about five flavors right now. If you keep an eye out, you might just see one or two more. But uh, right now, really excited to have our blood orange six-packs of our vodka soda in government liquor stores. And, uh, of course, also it would be uh, not a trip to the Pacific Western Brewing facility if uh, without asking about merchandise. And um, you're kind of doing a nautical theme coming up this, this year, huh? Yeah, we've got a few things in mind for Caribou. Uh, uh, rolling into spring and summer months, you might just be able to find some fishing merch uh, at your local stores. So that would include fishing rods, fishing vests, and even a fishing lure. And it's also an advised um, advisory to uh, follow you guys on social media because you do a, you're very active on social media, and there's all sorts of cool merchandise that one might actually not be aware of is available. So if they want to check out your line of merch, what uh, what do you recommend they do? Yeah, I mean, following us on social media is always a good thing. You can keep up with the latest and greatest, but if you're interested in seeing what's new this week, www.caribubrewing.com will take you to our store. He is Mike Rudder from Pacific Western Brewing, the caribou guy on Just Here for the Beer on Sportsnet 650. Cheers, man. Cheers, sir. I'm just here for the beer. Just here for the Beer Radio, Sportsnet 650, also 96.9 FM HD3. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from the John B. Pabanasin Avenue in Coquitlam. Always a pleasure to see Mr. Mark Roberts from Backcountry Brewing. Mark, pleasure as <laughs> oh, always. Dude, so good to see you. Last time we saw you was uh, actually in this room yeah. uh, before Christmas. And so <laughs> has this been a time of, of creativity amongst the brew team at, at Backcountry? Like, you know, you've taken advantage of the fact that it's, it's not full capacity in your tasting room and and, and business is kind of, you know, stymied to some degree. Yeah. But are you finding that your, your your beer makers are getting more creative with their with their stuff? Yes, and uh, one thing that we found kind of like through COVID, a silver lining is, well, we do all these one-off beers. And I think especially people want to explore, explore a bit more money on like a, on a, on a craft beer. 
So last year we did it, I think it was 54. Yeah, years. pretty now, ambitious, pretty yeah. ambitious. This yeah. year we're doing like 80. Wow. Uh, 80 Some are only brewery only releases, yeah. but it keeps things fresh, keeps things exciting. Yeah. Um, like we're definitely known for our IPAs and our sours, so those are coming out like once every three weeks. Um, we're going to become more West Coast IPAs because we really feel that traction is coming out. Um, and John, our head brewer, has done a really good job that anybody that ever has worked in the brewery, like works on the canning line, then gets a chance to do go cellaring, then brewing, and then like develop their own recipes. So we really have like six to seven brewers that have a recipe that John creates with them. And then gives us the ability to come up with 80 different recipes because so, that ain't easy. It, no, of course not. Uh, do you use your uh, tasting room as kind of like a test kitchen? Like if something is selling well, you know that we want to do more of this. Conversely, if something maybe isn't moving so fast, maybe we want to do less of that? Uh, slightly, but mainly we just brew what we like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sours, I mean, I, I think if you asked me four years ago, are you going to have a sour every three weeks? We would have said, no, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but now, no, like it's, I mean, we definitely follow sales trends. So like while we have so many sours, we also really like them drinking them and making them. At the same time, we still want to come out with like a bunch of creative beers that they want. So we have three size tanks, like a 25-pack, 50-pack, and 75. So 25-pack tanks, we can do brew-only release if it doesn't work. And for those that don't know oh, what sorry, a heck means. Sorry, a hectoliter is, is 100 liters. So yes, we have 2,500-liter yes. tanks, yeah. 5,000, 7,500. Um, and you can always do that in half. So like we, if we do like a porter, um, like a nitro porter, like we can't sell that. We're not going to package it, but we'll make it just for the, for the tasting mm-hmm. room. So it kind of like keeps the uh, creativity going um, and also... The ability to come up with something new. And if it doesn't work, work. If it doesn't work out, then mm-hmm. we either dump <clears> it. <throat> the quality isn't there. We dump the beer. Or if it's not something that we feel is going to be traction, like like a red ale. That we've done one, but it's not a great mover typically in yeah. the industry. But we do one just for the tasting room. You uh, you look like you've come armed with a uh, release schedule. So oh, I, I have. Too. You, you, you guys, are, <laughs> you guys, as we said, are pretty ambitious. So what's uh, what's What's in the on-deck circle at Backcountry Brewing? Uh, so last week, um, we did a Nuke It from Orbit, which is a West Coast Citra IPA, which will be being shipped um, well, this last week. Um, and then on the 18th, we came out with a Pale Ale, uh, Daffy Twister Spread. Unfortunately, I can't remember. It's a ski term. I can't remember <coughs> the name of the... Um, mm-hmm of the the hops we're using and then we're coming out with the apricot peach mango guava lemon zest sour on the 24th not, uh, not much of that huh? <laughs> yeah and then uh, and some of the names are really good like I don't know if you're an Anchorman fan on the 31st we're canning like that escalated quickly mm-hmm. from yeah. Anchorman yeah what, you know being yeah. broadcasting <laughs> which is a blackberry raspberry marshmallow sour um, and then like yeah we have a Hellas Lager coming out in April a Talos uh, hop which I forget what brewery I just had Strathcona or Superfox, a really nice hop. Yeah, um, and then we kind of come up. So we're doing about four to six uh, <clears throat> beers a month. So do people appreciate the, the the effort that goes into naming these beers? Because I remember you had the doctor, doctor, doctor. doctor. <laughs> yeah, uh, do, yeah. Do people get it? I mean, probably some people do, and some people go, "What does that even mean?" Yeah, uh, totally. It's quite generational, actually. Even yeah. for myself, like yeah. there's one beer that like. Like I love, I love the Simpsons and the Family Guy. But there's one it would be like uh, Phase One, collect underpants. Phase Two, and then Phase Three, profit. And that's from like um, uh, uh, Cartman, Stan, South Park. South Park. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Like I never watched it, so yeah. I have to Google that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like we came out with a cherry cola sour called I think we're alone now. My buddy's like, "Where's that from?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> so like, it is quite generational, but like yeah. I think a lot of people. 
I don't know if you remember born in the 70s or 80s, I'll probably get our references a lot. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, if not, then people get to Google it and then explore new movies and songs that they may never have experienced before. He's Mark uh, Roberts from Backcountry Brewing on Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650, also 96.9 FM HD3. I don't know if I asked you this before, but uh, how much input does the public have into what Backcountry Brews? Like, if all of a sudden there's this preponderance of people requesting something in the tasting room, does that make its way to the back of house and the management team sits down and goes, you know, maybe we should consider trying this? Uh, I'm going to say yes and a slight yes. So um, a big thing is sales yeah. um, and traction. Um, so like we look at Instagram, like what's what numbers of what posts have had a lot of numbers behind them? What's selling really fast for the tasting room? Like even our sours, like we come out with like a, a really big fruity sour sells really well. Well, maybe something with lime is, sells well, but not as much. So we even find like little uh, differences within a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we definitely listen to a trends that sure. are are being bought through the room um, and feedback. Like, but then again, like we have we get a lot of feedback so we, yeah. we try and do like what we can for everybody like we had like a lot like requests for more west coast IPAs so we definitely took that we're not going to do it right away but because it's a massive brew schedule so we'll like incorporate that now if somebody asked for like you know a salted porter marshmallow peanut butter <laughs> like what have you like yeah. probably like really cool concept yeah. we might do that in um, like a small like like 100 liter batch but um, you know we just like honestly we listen to it but we also like to brew and what we want to drink. So. Well, th- we know that there's so much unknown as we plot the path forward because we don't know how quickly vaccinations are going to appear and how quickly we're going to get the rollbacks rolled back to where we were. But um, what do you anticipate? I mean, you know, we're, we're now into uh, spring or darn close to spring. What do you see going forward in terms of the lay of the land at where backcountry is in Squamish? Are, are you going to be have outdoor dining or an outdoor patio scene? Is that still... Again, we're only hoping it's going to get more, increase more and more as, as time goes yeah. on. So, um, actually, our whole area got rezoned. So, we are allowed to have the, the COVID patio up until October 31st. But the city's actually approved our whole area to be allowed to have a patio and extra seating. So, before, we were only allowed 50 seats max. So, there will be some expansion in the tasting room. And hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, our landlord works with us that we'll get a permanent patio up front, which would be awesome. Uh, something all year round, like that's other mm-hmm. than COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. And we also got to talk about the food program. What's uh, what's new on the menu? Woo! Yeah, there's like new pork sandwich, which is amazing. <laughs> um, actually, our our chef is really uh, he's coming up with a lot of new. Uh, he's challenging like us to eat a lot more, yeah. which kind of is good for yeah. us. Yeah. Like, not my waistline, <laughs> um, but yeah, he's coming out with. We just came up with that, and then we have chicken wings on the menu, nice. which is phenomenal. Nice. Um, nice. He's coming out this week. He's coming out with a new salad which is exciting i know it doesn't mean not sound much but it is uh, it's a couscous chicken salad that should be coming out hopefully this week or next and and some new things coming out like our food program i mean the pizzas we'll have i mean the pizzas are to be yeah take a grain of salt are amazing and awesome obviously a little slight bias but it's they're fantastic yeah. kind of known for pizzas and then just switch things up a little bit yeah well mark uh, we don't see it often you or we don't see you often enough but um next time we have you on the show months down the road let's hope that we're back to normal yeah let's hope that maybe we're up in squamish and let's hope that there's people hanging out and having a good time like like we used to in the good old days yeah. of a year ago it's coming right? it's coming, it's coming. Like the, the, the restaurant scene is yeah. super positive i yeah. think with a nice summer patios longer like 
Yeah, go support your local breweries and restaurants. Look, I'm no prognosticator. I think I think the economy is going to boom, and I think people are going to go nuts when normal comes back. Uh, love your positivity. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Mark so, Roberts. So it's a pleasure. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, cheers, buddy. In the world of body art, you want someone who's creative, innovative, and gets it. That's Side Street Tattoo in Gastown and artist Devin Stacy. If you can imagine it, Devin can create it. Whether it's something simple, a full sleeve, or way beyond, it can be done and in a safe and sterile manner. If you've been thinking about getting your first ink or looking to add to an already existing piece, talk to my friend Devin Stacy. Side Street Tattoo at 26 East Cordova in Gastown. Online, sidestreettattoo.com. We are just here for the beer radio, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM, HD3. Follow us on social media, at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. Also, always some interesting stories that we post on Facebook. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from JustHereForTheBeer.com, broadcasting from the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. Steve Chama is the business development manager for Mariner Brewing, uh, new friend to the show. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thanks for having me. Actually, just met you uh, about a week ago. We were <laughs> happened, uh, happenstance. We literally oh. just ran into Steve. Fate and yeah. karma. Yeah. Crushing, and, crushing beers, socially distanced. Of course. Right of course, in the parking lot. Of course we were. <laughs> but now, Mariner Brewing um, has been around uh, for how many years now? Three and a half. Three and a half years. Which seems like an eternity when, when you can, especially when you take the pandemic into consideration. Yes. Three yes, and a half years seems like an eternity. Um, and again, at that point, you were the first brewery in Port Coquitlam. In or Coquitlam. Coquitlam. Sorry, Coquitlam. Sorry. Coquitlam. I'm trying to get my boundaries properly. Yeah, I know. Okay. You were the first brewery, and are you still the only? Correct. Still the only. And I'm kind of curious. I mean, um, being the sole representative, how have you found the response to Mariner in the time that you've been around? Uh, it's been actually hit and miss, to be completely honest. I've, when I came on board, it was more or less just go sell, get to know the customers, because the company had gone in a different direction. They actually brought sales in-house as opposed to using a uh, sales agency that represented a number of brands. So... For the most part, when I came on board at the end of October, I spent November and December going to every single liquor store that I could to introduce myself and try and rebuild our brand and reputation. Yeah. Not to say that anyone in the past had damaged it. No, no. It's a matter of you know aligning our goals with you know sales and production. And it's a little easier when your when your sales are done in house. Of course, Ab- absolutely. It, it's it's a lot it's a lot easier to sell your brand than have somebody else sell your brand. I, we've we've always established that. But basically, in the in the time you've been around, and obviously the the scenario where where you are located in Coquitlam has has certainly the landscape has changed a lot. Hundred percent. How how, uh, how have you been faring in these COVID nineteen times? Uh, actually, twenty twenty was very good to us, when it, especially in the tap room. I work really closely with our tap room manager, and the summer was a bit of an anomaly because when restrictions were kind of loosened, but still in place, but. We were doing record sales in November, or sorry, in July and August. But when things started to slow down, we're back to our, you know, regular capacity for COVID. Our patios are open now that the weather's nicer. We still try and release our um, exploratory batches every Thursday, so we're staying somewhat relevant, and people can actually find something new and exciting to enjoy every week. You have brought something to my palate right now that I am loving. Oh, I am loving. Good. What what uh, what what do we have in here? So. 
you know, my wife is four months pregnant, and she does not like it when I bring home more craft beer. So I, <laughs> I have to get creative yeah. with what I have. Yeah. And our champion product as a brewery is our blueberry sour, which, of course, you're having. And I got my blender out and started messing around with slushes, different cocktails. And you take our blueberry sour, and you put lime slush on top, and you call it a blue earl. You, oh, could wow. add, you can add vodka. You yeah. can add a splash of seven if you're looking for something a little sweeter. But overall, it's a perfect summer refreshment. You guys tell me what you think. I think it's outstanding. I mean, I've had I've had two beers on the show today that blew me away. The, yeah. the Lemoncello from, from Whistler Brewing and this from Mariner Brewing. This is outstanding. And again, it doesn't really, if, if you're maybe not the biggest beer fan, this kind of is a hybrid. It kind of doesn't necessarily fall in the beer category. Is that fair to say? Well, I actually classify it as the gateway beer. Yeah. Because, yeah. It, you know, we get a lot of people that come in to the farmer's markets, approach our, our booth, or they come into the tap room, and you're getting, you know, one part of the equation that is a big beer drinker, whether it be him or her. And the other, other side is saying, well, I don't really like beer. Do you have any wine? We always try and give them a sample of the blueberry sour because it's the perfect blend for someone who doesn't like beer to try something that's not beer forward. And then for the beer drinker, it's something different that to them still tastes like beer. And that's one of the things that we've talked about before too, Joel, is that as we move forward and and all of these different craft breweries, you know, for people who aren't necessarily beer drinkers, there's something out there. You just have to be adventurous enough to try a few before. You know, you got to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince, right? Absolutely. The Venture Blueberry Sour from Mariner Brewing. Uh, Steve, welcome to the show. Hopefully, we'll we'll see you back on the uh, on the airwaves down the road. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, well, Rick, that wraps up our show from the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam, a home of the legendary biggest back bar that you'll find. If you can't find a, a spirit up there that you enjoy, oh, then for sure. you're, you're, you're in the wrong place exactly. in, in the world. And I'm going to say this only because he puts the show together for us, and he always likes to hear his name. Shout out to Art Factora, our yeah, producer. Baby. I'm just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650. Just here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.